Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. If your roof starts to leak or your floor's really squeak, you live in a money pit. Money pit. If your basement needs a pump or your place looks like a dump, you live in a money pit. Money pit. Pick up the telephone, fix up your home sweet home. I call an 888 money pit. Coast to coast and floorboards the shingles. This is the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show, where home solutions live. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. Pick up the phone. Give us a call. The number is 1-888-MONEYPIT, 888-666-3974. Take a look around your house. We know there's a project that you'd like to get done today, and we're here to help you do just that. Coming up this hour, we're going to have tips to make sure your do-it-yourself plumbing project is sealed up tight and leak-free. We'll have your insider's trick of the trade to make sure that happens for you. And there's more ways than one for a house to leak. We're going to have tips to stop energy and water leaks that may be happening right now through your windows. And here at the Money Pit, we remind you to measure twice, cut once, and always keep a fire extinguisher handy. But if you follow that advice, you should know that not all fire extinguishers are created equal. We're going to tell you why you need different types of extinguishers for different rooms in your house. Plus, this hour, we're giving away an eco-made bath rug from Shaw, and it's fully recyclable. How awesome is that? And it's worth 25 bucks. so pick up the phone and give us a call right now at 1-888-MONEYPIT, 888-666-3974. Let's get right to those phones. Who's first? Time to talk plumbing with Manny in Hawaii. Aloha, how can we help you? Okay, hi. I I would like to know, I've seen on uh, a television program uh, where they're installing some uh, copper water lines. Okay. And instead of soldering, they're crimping. Okay. And uh, I didn't know that was possible. How, yeah, how is that? It, it's actually not called crimping; it's called pressing. And it, yeah, there are special fittings that fit on the ends of the copper pipe, and then there's a, something called a pressing tool, which basically surrounds it and and does what, in effect, is is like a crimp, but it makes a mechanical weld. And it's great. A lot of the pros are going to pressing tools right now. Rigid makes probably some of the best mm-hmm. ones in the in and, the business. And Tom and I actually saw it demonstrated at the Builder Show, and the technology is fantastic. We actually got a chance to try out pressing. Well, I, I, I uh, subscribe to the uh, newsletter from Rigid, but uh, I've never seen it on their newsletter yet. Yeah, go to rigid.com, and uh, there's a whole section there for pressing tools. Pressing tools. And you can read about it. Lois in New Jersey is dealing with a leaky shower. Tell us about the problem. Well, we recently had our bathrooms updated, not fully gutted. We had a new floor, a toilet, and a sink put in. The shower stall was fine, so we did nothing to it. Mm -hmm. But since they did the renovations, we now have a leak in the shower where the door frame of the shower meets the pan of the shower it leaks out both sides and into our garage area below okay is this what what kind of shower pan is it is it a tile shower pan no no it's i guess a fiberglass fiberglass all right let me tell you how to test your shower pan because sometimes you can get a crack in them and you can't see them 
Okay. I want you to take uh, um, a towel or maybe like one of those rubber jar opener things and put it across the drain. Block that drain so no water can get through the drain, the bottom of the shower pan. Okay. Then fill the pan all the way up with water, but don't let it go over the top. Don't get it to the door, okay? But fill it all the way up and let it sit there for for, uh, 10 or 15 minutes and see if you can create a leak. If you can create a leak, you've got a cracked shower pan, which is not good, and you're going to have to tear the pan out. Can you do that without pulling the tile off the walls? No. No. But if you have a cracked fiberglass pan, you can repair it with uh, material that you could buy at an auto parts shop, like a Pep Boys or something like that. If that doesn't show any leaks, then we've got to start working it up the wall here. And what I'd like you to do is to see if you can figure out a way of getting a hose or some sort of a spray arm into that shower space. I mean, even if you have to run the hose like through an outside window and into the bathroom with some water on it, where you can start to kind of wet down strategically different parts of the door. Now, don't overdo it. I mean, try to estimate how much water comes out of the normal shower. But remember, when you take a shower, water hits your body and bounces off in all directions. Correct. And sometimes that can cause a leak where you just run the shower straight, you never get a leak. You step in there, and because water's going off, you know, all different places, you get a leak. So you want to kind of strategically work that spray around the shower until you see if you can get it to leak. And you got to really narrow it down. And once you do that, you'll have a better idea as to where, where the problem is. Uh, and one more thing to check, and it's kind of silly, but make sure that this didn't happen. If somebody reversed the shower doors, they're going to leak like crazy. No, they really? never took it off. They never took it off because... No. Right. If you think about it, the inside door has to overlap. The door closest to the shower water itself has to overlap the outside door. If it's the other way around and you can do it, the water is going to shoot right through the seam of the door. Okay. Thank you very much. You're welcome. Thanks so much for calling us at one eight 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 Money Pit. You are tuned to the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show. Pick up the phone and give us a call with your home repair, your home improvement question, 24 hours a day, seven days a week. And now that the kids are back at school, we are all going to have a lot more time to work on our house. So let's give you a hand. So call us at 1-888-MONEYPIT. 888-666-3974. Well, you've heard a lot about the tax credits for energy-efficient windows. But what exactly do you have to do to reap those tax benefits? We're going to have the answer to that question next. Making good homes better. Welcome back to the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show, where home solutions live. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti, and you should give us a call right now. We're going to give you your home improvement answer, whatever question you've got. I'm sure we can figure it out. We're also going to give you the opportunity to win a great prize. So give us a call at 888-MONEY-PIT, and the prize we are offering is truly a green prize, and I'm not just talking about color. We are giving away the Eco-Made Bath Rug by Shaw, and it's made of Type 6 nylon. Now, this is the only material that can be recycled into carpeting again and again and again. It's worth only 25 bucks, but it will be around for the rest of our lifetimes. So give us a call right now at 1-888-MONEYPIT for your chance to win. 888-666-3974. Now, energy-efficient window replacements are a good idea because they do give you an added value to your home. They're going to reduce your energy bills, and it's going to create an easier lifestyle. And right now, the government will actually help you pay for them. But according to the experts at Simonton Windows, and frankly, based on some of our own observations, there is a fair amount of confusion out there as to which windows qualify for these tax credits, Leslie. 
Absolutely. So first things first, what exactly is this tax credit that we are talking about? Now, when taxpayers purchase replacement windows that meet specific energy efficiency requirements, they are then eligible for up to 30% of the amount of the windows purchased returned then as a tax credit. So you're not going to see it in a check form, but when you go to pay your taxes, it gets taken off. Now, the credit is capped at $1,500 for the years of 2009 and 2010, and there are certain restrictions. The windows do have to meet a high energy efficiency standard. That's right, and that standard is is generally referred to as the 30-30 standard. The U-factor for the window has to be 0.30 or higher, and the solar heat gain coefficient, which basically measures how much heat from the sun can get through, that has to be 0.30 or higher. And that label is going to be right smack dab on the front of the window. Now, I've found that the manufacturers, especially the bigger manufacturers, are very good at communicating this information. Some mm-hmm. of the smaller companies, some of the remodeling companies that also sell windows sort of on the side, not so much. So you want to really make sure that those windows meet those requirements. And if you have any questions, we have a free chapter on MoneyPit.com. We've written the complete window replacement guide as a free download to uh, our book, My Home, My Money Pit. That's on the homepage of moneypit.com right now. You can uh, simply click on the button, sign up for that chapter, and download it, and you'll have all of the information that you need. And we want to thank Simonton Windows for helping us put together this document that really spells it all out and uh, helps you make the right choice in replacement windows. Mm -hmm. The confusion ends here, folks. Do your research, be prepared, and you will absolutely pick something that does qualify. And good luck on your projects. 888-666-3974. Let's get right back to those phones. Now we've got Lawrence calling from New York, who's dealing with a roofing issue. Tell us about it. Uh, Yeah, I'm trying to sell my house. I've been going around looking at the roof, and uh, I thought it needed a new roof, but uh, I got close to it. It was like a scale uh, that's on the roof. And after checking it, I think they call them lichens. I want to know how to get rid of them. Hey, Lawrence, I think what you're talking about are, are called lichens, not legions. Oh, well, I was close. <laughs> <laughs> you were. And, you know, lichens as well as roof moss and algae are all roof growths. They all can come off the same way, and that is with a good roof cleaning. Not an easy process, but not an impossible process. Um, there's a product out there called Jomax that will work well for it. You mix it with bleach. You apply it. Uh, let it sit for a little while, and then you can either scrub it off or you could pressure wash it off. Just be really careful with the pressure washer so that it doesn't, it's not like too terribly intense. And once you have it off, there's another trick of the trade that will stop it from coming back, and that is to take a strip of copper and place it at the ridge of the roof, at the peak of the roof, all the way down. And what will happen is, is as the uh, rain hits that, it releases some of the copper and then acts as a natural mill to side. It will keep the roof much cleaner over a longer period of time. That's great. Okay, I'll give it a shot. All right, mm-hmm. good luck with that project. Thanks so much for calling us at one eight 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 Money Pit. Now we're going to chat with Joan. You've got the Money Pit. How can we help you today? Hi. Yes, I have a question for for you both, uh, okay. Tom and Leslie. Um, my situation is I have a, um, an older brick house built in 1932, and the back portion of the house, the foundation going up about four feet, is either concrete or marble. Mm-hmm. In one section, that which is facing southwest, it has darkened, becoming a, a gray to a dark gray, while the, wet, the rest of it is kind of a pearly white. Okay. And I'm wondering if you could suggest some way I could clean it without damaging it. Have you tried pressure washing? 
Uh, no, I was just concerned that might loosen the grout between the, the blocks. Well, you've got to do it very carefully. What I would do is I would apply a mildicide and let it sit. You can use a bleach and water solution. Which and like works would, instantaneously. It's yeah, really so satisfying. And then I would follow up with a pressure washer and I would use the, the wide, gentle setting. And, and back work away it from very, it. Work it very closely, work very slowly, and see if you can brighten it up. Typically, uh, all of that concrete, most of that is just uh, moss and mildew and algae that grows in there and dirt that gets in from over the years. And when you do pressure wash, it actually gets pretty bright pretty quickly. Glenda, you've got the money pit. How can we help you today? Hi, yes. My boyfriend bought me a wonderful house. Yay. Okay. That's a great boyfriend. We pulled all the old carpets. Um, we have great wood floors, but now we also have gaps underneath underneath all the doors in the house. Right. So I'm trying to find a way that we can close the gaps without replacing the doors because they're really great doors. What kind of heating system do you have, Glenda? Horse air. Horse hot air, okay. And do you have centralized return ducts, like a big duct in the middle in of the, the hallway? hall? Yes, we do. You're well, going to you want to keep that. You should keep those gaps. That's that's your return air path. Well, before it was for clearance for the carpeting. Yeah. But now that the carpeting yeah. is out, you need yeah. that air circulation to get to that main return in the hallway. Otherwise, you're going to have to keep the doors, you know, ajar. Yeah, it's a good it's a good thing for that reason. Um, but the other thing is, it's there's no way to extend those. I mean, we could tell you how to take the doors out and rehang them and put them down lower. But that would be a you know a complete waste of time. I don't know. The doors are so beautiful, though. Yeah. And it, well, how much of a gap are we talking about here? What do you got? Like an inch and a half? Inch and a half or more. Mm-hmm. That's not so much. <laughs> See, you think well, that when people walk into your house, Glenda, they go, "Oh, it's a nice house." Oh my God! Look at those, those gaps. gaps. Nobody really notices them except for you. Yeah, I, that's probably true. Probably true. <laughs> All right. So if anyone says anything, I'm just going to tell them that you tell me it's great for airflow. That's right. It is. You tell them that. <laughs> okay. Well, thank you so much for your help. And keep up the good work. I love your show. Very nice of you to say. Thanks so much for calling us at one eight 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 Money Pit. And how about that boyfriend buying her a house? Yeah. I mean, some guys just give rings. Houses <laughs> are equally fantastic. Ike in Texas has a septic tank issue. What can we do for you today? Yeah, I was like wondering... On my septic tank, we have two real long lateral lines, and for some reason, it looks like somebody walked over to it and poured gas on top of it and made two perfectly long, straight rows of dead grass. And that's the first time we put that septic tank system in brand new about seven years ago. Hmm. Usually the grass is real, you know, thick and green and lush right there. Yeah. Like, you guys have had a pretty hot summer there in Texas, haven't you? Oh, yeah. It's, It's been... We've had days in the hundreds and high nineties here lately. You know the problem with the grass over the septic lines is that the root structure cannot get as deep as, as it, it can would love other, to be as it can in other areas of the grass. Uh-huh. And so, unless you keep it well watered in those areas on really hot, dry days, it's going to die out. And as the summer passes and it gets you know closer to cooler days, then it's going to come back. That's most likely what's happening here because your system is so young. However, I will also tell you or warn you that dead grass can also be a sign of hydraulic failure in the system itself, which basically means that the septic system is no longer purifying the wastewater. Do you have any kind of odors or any of that sort of thing coming out of this? None whatsoever. All right. Well, I think it's probably just the fact that you've had such a hot summer and you have a, a very shallow root structure 
over these lines that's causing this. If you get any indications of odor that might indicate a bigger problem with that, I would get a septic contractor out there to take a look and just make sure everything's okay. Okay. That makes a lot of sense. I sure love you guys' show. You have a lot of useful information on it. You're very welcome. Thanks so much for calling us at one eight 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 Money Pit. Joanne in South Carolina's got a fireplace problem. What can we help you with? Yes, and we just uh, remodeled our home and took out a glass front um, fire fireplace screen and we have a lot of humidity over here so i'm trying to figure out how i can keep the humidity out um besides just the damper we don't want to do anything permanent because someday we may want to sell the house well i don't think that your fireplace is the source of your humidity problem if you live in south carolina um (laughs) you know the heat's going to be going up the chimney not uh, down if you're trying to reduce humidity, there's a whole bunch of other things that you should be thinking about doing, starting on the outside of the house, making sure that your gutter system is there, it's functional, it's discharging water away from the house, making sure the soil slopes away from the walls. These are ways to manage the water from the outside. Did you have a forced air system? We have a, a, a heat pump. Okay, and then you're going to have a forced air duct system if you have a heat pump. A good thing to add on to that is something called a whole home dehumidifier. There is one made by April Air that's excellent. They're one of the sponsors of this show. They're a terrific company that um, makes a product that takes out 90 pints of water a day. And it doesn't ever need any emptying, so it's consistently pulling the water out from where it needs to be. And you can adjust it in different ways to kick on in different zones, particularly rooms below grade more often than in the rest of the house, but it's continually pulling the moisture. Kevin in Connecticut needs some help with a flooring project. Tell us what's going on at your money pit. Well, what we're looking at here is a, um 1848 house in Connecticut that has um, wideboard floors, original floors, and... Um, there's no subflooring, as um, I think plywood was in short supply at that time. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't invented yet. <laughs> no, yeah, they didn't have any. So, what I have is the uh, cracks between the wideboard floors. When mm-hmm. I refinish them, I, I don't know what to put in the the cracks, which can be anywhere from one eighth to three eighths inches. Yeah, um, the trick of the trade for that, Kevin, is to press some jute rope into it. That's um, uh, the sort of uh, how would you describe the jute? Uh, it's like um stringy, right? A natural fiber. Natural that's fiber, yes. Twisted and woven out of many sort of individual strings of the jute roping itself. So yeah. what you would do is you would buy a pretty thick one, you know, not the super fat one, but one that would work for the widest width of your gaps on your floor, and then you can stain the rope to match your flooring, and you want. Once that's dry, you want to grab a um, a knife, not a mat knife, a scraper, one of those nice paint scrapers, and you can go ahead and shove the roping into the spaces between the flooring, and as it sort of thins out and wavers, you can peel away, you know, unravel some of that rope to help it fit into the appropriate opening. And that's really the best way, because if you use a wood filler, it's just going to crack out, you're going to vacuum it up, it's going to dry out, it's never going to look right. Kevin, it sort of looks like a very thick twine. Thank you very much. You're welcome. Thanks so much for calling us at 888-MONEY-PIT. Well, if you've got a plumbing project on your to-do list, you can do your own plumbing work. And in fact, replacing a faucet fixture is not as hard as you might think. To make sure that you get professional results, we are going to have a trick of the trade to share with you when we're joined by Richard Trithui, the plumbing expert from this old house, right after this. On the Money Pit Radio Show, pick up the talent. Your 
The Money Pit is brought to you by Thermatrue Doors, the nation's leading manufacturer of fiberglass entry and patio door systems. Install a new energy-efficient Thermatrue door today and qualify for up to a $1,500 tax credit. To learn more, visit thermatrue.com slash tax credit. Welcome back to the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. Pick up the phone, give us a call right now at 1-888-MONEYPIT, 888-666-3974, or head over to our website at moneypit.com. Click on Ask Tom and Leslie and email us your question. And while you're there, check out the new site and let us know what you think about it. Leslie, who's next? Dolores in South Carolina needs some help with a countertop. What can we do for you today? Um... My question to you is, I have a kitchen countertop that's uh, for Michael White, okay. and it has several stains in it, which I can't get out. I've tried uh, white vinegar, bleach, whatever, I can't get out. And I was just wondering, do they have anything on the market that would be a durable type of paint that I could paint for Formica uh, countertops? Yeah, actually, um, the answer to this question up till very recently was no, mm-hmm. but there's a new product out called Gianni Granite, and it's a paint. It's spelled G-I-A-N-I, Granite, and their website is GiannigRanite.com. It only is available in two colors. There's a light color and a dark color, but you but can you actually But you can sort paint, of adjust it. Yeah, you can actually paint a laminate countertop with it, and it will come out sort of looking like a granite finish, and it, it's pretty nice. It's reasonably durable. Not terribly expensive, and I think it's a great solution for mm-hmm. this exact situation. And you know what? It's a great do-it-yourself project, Dolores. There's um, sort of different color paints that they give you. There's a, like a black tone granite and then sort of like a creamy tone granite. The creamy tone has flecks of like a white, a black, and a gray. And of course, depending on how much you sort of dabble or sponge paint onto the base color, it controls the darkness and depth of the granite look that you're going to get. I would definitely practice on a piece of scrap formica just to work out your technique and get to a place where you like before you dive right onto your countertop. I have to say, just from looking at the two in person, I sort of enjoyed the lighter tone one better. That's what I would get, the mm-hmm. lighter tone. It's a great uh, option. you know where I could get that or... or- can I just go on the internet and get that? Yeah, I would just go online. The website, again, giannigranite.com, and I believe you can order it right there. All right. I really appreciate this. <laughs> You're very welcome. Thanks so much for calling us at one eight 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 Money Pit. Well, getting a nice tight seal on your do-it-yourself plumbing projects is very important to ensure that you've got a leak-free future. You got that right. And there are a couple of ways to make sure that happens. For expert tips, we turn now to host Kevin O'Connor and plumbing expert Richard Trithui from TV's This Old House. So, gentlemen, where do we begin? If a plumbing project is in your future, the best way to make sure it remains leak-free for the long haul is by doing a good job soldering pipes. Richard, that's your specialty. So what's the secret to a job done right? Well, as the good painters will tell you, it's all in the prep. For soldering copper pipes, you want to be sure we clean both the pipe and the fittings with an emery cloth. And then you apply flux and make sure there's a good, clean fit there together. Now, when I go to solder, I love using a propane torch with this little trigger on it. It has a little sparker on it, and it'll light that flame easily without having to work with matches or a striker. And that's really handy. And when you're putting that heat onto the joint, always apply the heat to the opposite side of where you're going to apply the solder. Solder will actually go towards the heat in any direction. And always wear 
safety glasses. So what if a homeowner is not comfortable with that big propane torch? They don't like soldering. Um, are there other alternatives? Or how do you feel about compression joints? Yeah, there's compression fittings. There's, a, there's ones that have been around for a long time. The traditional compression fitting that requires you to take two wrenches and tighten up that nut. And what it'll do, it'll squeeze down a little brass ring inside called a ferrule to make a watertight connection. Now, they also make a new fitting on the market. They call them shark bites. and actually sticks in like a Dutch finger. The pipe goes in and gets locked in, but you can actually take it apart later to disassemble it. Now, I obviously prefer soldering because I know how to. And if you want to know more about how to, there's a step-by-step video about how to solder copper pipes properly. Visit thisoldhouse.com. Now, if you don't happen to have one of those compression fittings, can you use the Chinese finger puzzle? Yeah, that's that right. It works the yeah. same way. And don't get your fingers stuck in there. It's painful. <laughs> Richard Trithui, Kevin O'Connor from This Old House. Thanks for stopping by the Money Bit. Great tip, guys. Glad to be here. Our pleasure. Thanks, guys. You know, those are some great ideas to make sure that your plumbing projects are absolutely done right. If you want some more tips, head on over to thisoldhouse.com, and there you can watch step-by-step videos of the project so you will learn exactly what you need to know. And This Old House is proudly brought to you by The Home Depot. The Home Depot, more saving, more doing. Okay, still ahead, buying a fire extinguisher for your home is a good idea, but you got to know what type you need to make sure it'll put out the fire if it ever happens. We're going to spell that out after this. You live in a body pit. Body pit. This portion of the Money Pit is brought to you by Bear Premium 2-Part Epoxy Garage Floor Coating. Transform drab gray concrete garage floors into attractive and functional spaces with a showroom-quality finish. For more information, visit Bear.com. That's B-E-H-R.com. Bear products are available exclusively at The Home Depot. Making good homes better. Welcome back to the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. Give us a call right now at 1-888-MONEYPIT with your home improvement or your home decor question. Not only will you get the answer, but you may win our prize this hour. We're going to go out to one caller that reaches us, drawn the name drawn at random at 1-888-MONEYPIT. And it is an eco-made bath rug by Shaw. It's made of type 6 nylon fibers, which can be recycled into rugs and carpeting over and over again. It comes in tons of colors and it feels great. Best Best of all, when you want a new rug, Shaw will tell you where to recycle your old one so it does not end up in a landfill. It's a prize worth 25 bucks. Going to go out again to one caller who reaches us right now at one eight 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 Money Pit. That's right. Give us a call. We'd love to hear what you're working on. And regardless to what you've got on your to-do list, you really always want to make sure that you are practicing good safety standards at your home and at your job site. And a fire extinguisher is a must to do that, especially in your kitchen for all of your cooking adventures. In fact, many municipalities require a fire extinguisher to get a certificate of occupancy. So it's very important. But in addition to the kitchen, you should really have them throughout your home. You just want to make sure that you've got the right type of fire extinguisher and it can be a little confusing because when you go shopping for one you'll see that the fire extinguishers are marked with the letters a b and c and that indicates the type of fire that they can put out now the a means it's for ordinary fuels like wood or cloth b is for flammable liquids and c is for electrical fires to best protect you and everybody in your house in the event of any kind of fire emergency just purchase a multi-purpose extinguisher you're going to see it's rated a b c this way you've got the right fire extinguisher for whatever type of emergency is going to strike just have one you will probably never need it but you will feel such peace of mind just knowing it's in your house and knowing your abcs when it comes to fire extinguishers is obviously very very important 888-666-3974 
Pauline from New York, you've got the money pit. How can we help you today? Hi. My question is I have to redo my deck. And right now in spots, there's algae growing on some spots of it. And when it rains, the wood gets really slippery. It's like mm-hmm. you slept, uh, stepped on a banana peel. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know? mm-hmm. absolutely. So my question is, what do I have to do to make sure I do a top-rate job and eliminate that problem so I so, can stain it and waterproof it? Right. What you want to do is you need to apply a mildicide, or you can use oxygenated bleach, both available at home centers. You could use like a siding wash, too. Any of those products are going to be mildicides. And the trick here, Pauline, is that you need to put it on the deck. You need to let it sit for 10 or 15 minutes. Don't let it dry in the sun, but let it sit, let it saturate, let it go to work. And then you can scrub it. I want you to get like a floor brush, like the kind you use when you got, you know, a really dirty floor. You got to really scrub it. Right. And really work it in and start loosening that stuff up and get it off the deck. After you get the, the, uh, the, the moss off and the algae off, then you can let it dry really good. Don't try to go from this in the morning to staining in the afternoon because you're going to have another problem that your stain's not going to absorb. So schedule this as sort of its own project for the weekend. Get as much of this off as you possibly can. Now, is it possible that you could in the future arrange for a little more sunlight to hit that deck? Is it possible that you could trim some trees or anything of that nature, or are you pretty much blocked in by the buildings? Uh, it, it does get full sun in the morning. Okay. Yeah, because if you have a real shady space, you're going to get more of that uh, moss and algae growth. And and we always say that if it's possible to sort of thin out some trees or any overhanging um, things like that, then that actually will reduce it in the future. Of course, if you're in a, a type urban area like Brooklyn, then, you know, people get really emotional when you start sort of taking their building apart. So you have we knocked down their buildings. Deck. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Thanks so much, guys. You're welcome. Thanks so much for calling us at one eight 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 Money Pit. Gill in North Carolina needs some help cleaning up some black mystery spots. Tell us where you see them. Um, the carpet has, over a period of about 10 years, started showing various sized spots or dots. Uh, they almost look like they're tar, except they aren't, and they're dry and they're solid. Have you tried to uh, steam clean the carpet, Gil? Yes, we've tried that. What is the carpet on top of? Uh, there's a padding material. And do you see any of the spotting underneath the carpet? Uh, yes, it uh, it shows underneath, uh, but not as dense in its feel. Hmm. Or is color. the subfloor concrete? No, the uh, subfloor is an unfin- underneath that is an unfinished basement. Okay, so is it like a crawl space? No, a it's a uh, walk. It's a walk-in basement, and you don't see anything in the basement, do you? No, hmm. and the uh, living uh, yeah the living room, which is right next door to the family room where all the spots are is completely clean. Well, you know what? It sounds to me, I was going to suggest that, that this could be a defect in the carpets that's taken many years to, to show. I wonder if there's a problem with the dye kind of coming off in chunks like that. Hmm. You don't think maybe there's a leak somewhere underneath and that's mold? Well, it sounds like it's very consistent all the way across. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it's over an unfinished basement. If you had a mold problem, it certainly would be more prevalent in the basement than up in this carpet. So I'm, I'm tending to think that you just may have uh, some worn-out carpet on your hands there, Gil. Well, that's where the pressure is coming from as far as fixing the house up. Well, and and is it uh, and, and where is that pressure coming from exactly? Would it be Mrs. Gill? Yeah. <laughs> well, it might be time to uh, to grant her wish, Gil, and get her some new carpet. Thanks so much for calling us at 888-MONEY-PIT. Marie in Rhode Island is with us on the Money Pit to talk about a cleaning problem. What can we do for you today? 
what is the best product to use for removing mold from Trex decking? Well, the composite decks, as good as they are, do tend to build up, uh, you know, an algae that can get across the surface. And uh, there's a number of products that are available to, to clean that, one of which, which is really easy to find, is called Jomax, J-O-M-A-X. It's made by the Zinzer Company. It's available at hardware stores and home centers. And, and does a great job. It's basically a siding and a roof wash and a deck wash. And, and you apply this stuff, you let it sit for 10 or 15 minutes, and then you sort of scrub it and rinse it off. And it does a really good job of, of bringing the shine back up to that deck. Very good. Thank you very much. All right. Are wallpapered walls driving you up a wall? Well, we've got a trick of the trade to get that old paper off and get those walls ready for paint. So stick around. You live in a body pit. Where home solutions live. Welcome back to the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. And now is the perfect time to take on dozens of home improvement projects. This is what Leslie and I call the Goldilocks season because it's not too hot. It's not too cold. It is just a good time to get lots of things done around your house, whether you're working inside, outside the house, up in the attic, in the basement, in the crawl space, doing a bath, doing a kitchen. Now's the time to get those jobs done because it is the fall home improvement season. That's right. It's the perfect time to paint some trim, paint your walls, power wash your deck, your patio, add some attic insulation to get you ready for winter. I know we're just getting into the fall season, but winter is right around the corner. Now, we have got information on all of these fall fix-ups and much, much, much more available right now at moneypit.com. And while you're there, you can click on the Ask Tom and Leslie icon. You can shoot us an email. Let us know what you're working on, and we'll give you a hand. And we're going to do that right now. I've got one here from Frank. Frank in New Jersey who writes, great show. All right. Thanks, Frank. He says, I have he wallpaper. He really did write that, too. He did. I don't make that <laughs> stuff up. I'm very happy to read a compliment. All right. So Frank in Jersey writes, I have wallpaper with some texture to it on my walls, and the seams are separating. I attempted to remove the paper, but the facing on the sheetrock started to come off as well. Uh-oh. I've tried every glue and seam repair product. I can't find anything to fix the seams, and I can't remove the paper without damaging the walls. Can you help? Uh, hmm. Okay, so you've tried seam repair. I, I want to make sure that you've tried wallpaper seam repair. And typically when you put that not stuff... not pants seam repair? <laughs> well, I want to make sure he's using... A lot of times people use regular glue and they, they think it's seam repair, but mm-hmm. really it's a very special adhesive. It's kind of like a contact adhesive for your, for your wallpaper. Right. But the thing is, if that wallpaper is already pulling the paper off the drywall, then you got a big problem. Now, the way we would have told you to t- try to take the wallpaper off, Frank is to use a two-step process. The first one is to go over it with what's called a paper tiger. It's a tool that puts little tiny holes in the wallpaper, and then you follow that up with a wallpaper steamer. That gets through the holes in the paper, softens the glue behind the paper, and allows it to pull off the wall. I will warn you that no matter how you do this, taking wallpaper off is a lot harder than putting it on. I mean, it's, <laughs> it's tough, tough work. But that's what I would try to do. You have do. to really hate it. Yeah, you really do. The areas where the paper's already been pulled off the drywall is very difficult. They're very difficult to repair. You have to use um, a, a, a pretty good adhesive in there, almost a contact cement, to try to get it to re-adhere. And frankly, it's kind of an out-of-the-box It's an out of the box attempt at trying to repair it. If it's a small area, I think it could be okay. If it's a really big area, then it's going to be not worth fixing. And in mm. that case, I would try to take off as much as I can. I would plaster over the areas where you lost the paper. I'd, I'd prime the whole wall and repaint it. 
All right, good luck with that. Now we've got one from Bill in Delaware who writes, we're having new windows and doors installed and we're undecided between steel and fiberglass. The front door faces south and someone pointed out that the fiberglass might warp. Any suggestions? That is a total no-brainer, Bill. Um, There's no comparison between steel and fiberglass. Steel dents, steel rusts, uh, fiberglass is very energy efficient. It will absolutely not warp. Uh, it uh, actually the fiberglass doors actually qualify for the tax credits, and whereas the steel doors do not. Mm-hmm. So there's no question about it. I would put a fiberglass door, and in fact, look at the Thermatrue fiberglass doors. They are a sponsor of the show, and they are absolutely gorgeous. Their website is thermatrue.com. And you know what, Bill? The steel door you're going to have to repaint. Fiberglass door, nothing. So no brainer and good luck. This is the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show. Thank you so much for spending this hour with us. That's about all the time we have right here. But the show does continue online at moneypit.com. The new moneypit.com, brand new, fully redesigned, very functional, easy to navigate your way around. And it definitely has the answer to your home improvement question. Because the truth of the matter is, Leslie and I really don't have any information. When we want the answer, we go to MyPit.com, and that's what makes us sound so smart. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. Remember, you can do it yourself. Uh, But you don't have to do it alone, and neither can we. Mother's Day is almost here, and you can get her the most beautiful time-tested gift around. A watch she can wear every day for movement. Whether mom's into classic dress watches, rare and refined ceramics, or tried-and-true bestsellers, movement has something she'll love. And right now, you can save big on the best Mother's Day gift ever with up to 50% off site-wide during movement's Mother's Day sale at MVMT.com. Again, that's up to 50% off at MVMT.com.